Welcome to Pin the Q Productions. If you are interested in the culture of the fire service and keeping tradition alive, you have come to the right place. Now sit back and relax with your brothers and sisters and enjoy the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For more information on Pin the Q Productions, visit www.pintheq.com. Everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q Podcast, episode number 41. And we are in Jersey again, and this time uh, we had a great opportunity to see this museum. Uh, Chris and I have been going back and forth looking at uh, Instagram and kind of following the museum and seeing what was going on here. And I, I thought uh, it'd be great to come and actually get a, a good feel of it firsthand. And boy, what a uh, what a great experience. It's been all day here. And uh, we I know I personally took a lot from this. And as we're walking back, Chris had mentioned to me that uh, this has been one of his favorite ones. So uh, we'd like to thank you. But before we go too far into this, uh, why don't you tell everybody who you are? Uh, I'm Dave Horschel. Uh, grew up in this area, got involved with the museum project about 18, 19 years ago. And uh, it's been a learning experience all along. Very worthwhile, enjoyable, challenging a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, that's how we get this done. So Now, when we look around at, at all these different pieces, these exhibits that you have at this museum, uh, what's so interesting is the backstory, the how they got to here uh, um, and then we've heard like great stories about JF Kiley construction who donated their time and equipment to get a piece from 9-11 here uh, and then all of these pieces that are like local and then from out of, out of the state um, how much work goes into just that well um, it's a lot of interaction with area fire departments um, across the state certainly you mentioned our social media issues uh, that has been uh, so important to the energy and the recent growth in our activities around the state. Um, two years ago, we talked to somebody and they'd say, New Jersey Fire Museum? So now this um, social media platforms that we're using with the website, uh, the Facebook page, and the Instagram um, are just a, a tremendous benefit to make people aware of. And therefore, we get donations people come in on a Saturday morning and say, look, um, this was my grandfather's helmet. Um, this was my father's jacket. Um, those kinds of things. So, it, And it's so much better than being in someone's basement. No one's going to see it or someone's shed or someone's attic. It'd right. be here where other people can enjoy seeing things. But certainly the awareness of the program has made people say, you know what, I really want to donate that to uh, a museum where it can be seen. You saw a picture of, or pardon me, you've seen the real thing in the Crosswicks, the hand pumper that came from Crosswicks. That has kind of a personal uh, thing for me because that's where I grew up. And uh, that hand pumper is now in this collection. Right. Um, it, it means so much. That is magnified by everybody that donates a mug, an axe, some tool, their grandfather's or their father's equipment. Right. Um, that's the kind of emotion that develops. When, and if you're interested in the fire service, wow, it just makes it so real. And, w- and one of the things I believe is Skip, correct? Right. Now, Skip, uh, his original fire chief's car 
And the very first fire chief's car for the English Town Fire Department is in that garage. Right. And uh, it's so great that he's here now and able to see that anytime he wants. He can go out there and feel that piece of history of his own nostalgia. Yeah. And that and that's exactly what I was talking about with the Crossroads piece. And, and there's others, too. Um, you have a picture of the Manitou Rescue yep. truck. We just found out today that your cohort, mm-hmm. this effort, uh, was a a junior or a rookie right. member of that department when the fellow that's on our board of directors, Dale, bought it and drove it out of the driveway. And we see a picture today. I mean, that's exciting. It puts, right. uh, you know, makes everybody feel so involved. We're fortunate. And, and just what you said now, I mean, uh, Chris uh, Applegate, who we're speaking of at this very moment, was, uh, as we're walking in here, and I looked to the left and I saw the open bay and I saw the rescue sitting there, I was like, holy crap. You know, I knew he was going to freak out as soon as he saw it. And as soon as I, his eyes lit up and and, uh, and and like you said, he was a junior member when his first ride was in that rescue. So uh, those things are so, spe- so special, especially, you know, you, you understand those as, as you do. But many people watching too have those still, you know, those feelings of nostalgia and want to keep and preserve all these pieces of apparatus and, and equipment. Uh, I think what you're doing here is, is so important. It's, um, it is very rewarding saw equipment in out in the big barn uh, from Kingston and those gentlemen went and bought that truck back from a private collector to donate to us because they wanted to have it in in this museum right um, unit from up in North Jersey a goodwill fire company uh, they, they they're coming now because they learned about us and they want these things preserved and it's expensive and hard for a small community to maintain the space for uh, their apparatus. And when the generations change, they want it not to be sold off to a scrapyard or something of that sort. They've taken good care of the equipment. They want to see it that way. And that, that's the beautiful part about what you're doing here is you're allowing individuals to keep and preserve these pieces and they're not rotting away somewhere. And, and you know, you... It's a shame to think that you know you and I both know there's pieces, amazing pieces out there right now, rotten in some garage, you know, covered with hard poop, and you know you have raccoons running through them and mm-hmm. ripping up the upholstery. And we've we talked about that this yeah. morning. So when we moved, uh, maybe to tell you about when we moved a lot of the Ernie Day apparatus collection out of the state barn down at Battleground. Um, listen, it was inside a barn. It had a roof on it, and and walls on the side of the barn uh, but it also had holes in the walls and, and critters running in and out and uh, so while it was kept dry and it didn't rot away um, it still had a lot of friendly life crawling around inside of it and we were able to you know, extract that clean them up and put them in uh, a, a little bit better storage environment right protected. And, and it's great you know being able to walk through that bay area if you will garage and just seeing uh, the guys working on things and all the pieces sitting side by side, it's like, I don't know. I look at it, and it's, it's, it's instead of a funeral home, it's more of like a resting place, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and everyone gets to see, you know, a different thing. I know uh, when we saw Manitou Park and Forked River and, and, and uh, Town, those are just some companies in Ocean County that I'm intimately familiar with. So it was cool just for me to see those, sure. and I'm not even members of a company. So for those members to be able to come here and, and be able to touch and feel their trucks and, and be able to be part of this. Is, I think that's what you're bringing to people. I think that's what you're doing for firefighters. Um, that's great. Right. That's a great thing. 
We'd like very much to have uh, the younger members of those departments uh, get involved with our program, uh, this museum's program, uh, and come and help clean that truck up that came from there, help take care of it. That's great, uh, yeah. Do great all point. the things that maintain it. It's their history. Right. And um, before all of us old guys are gone, we want to bring in that new generation of people with energy and interest in history. I'm sure people have said to you that that's really what we're trying to talk about here is the history of the technology involved and the history of the people, the culture of the people. The evolution of that from the guy that got up and got his bucket and ran to help with the water in, in a hand-drawn day, and um, the young people that are doing it today, as you talked about, um, we all had to start somewhere. That's and how the volunteers started. Uh, volunteers yeah. were even started by yeah. pe people in the community. When there was a fire, they all ran out and, right. and, and helped uh, helped it out. So it's interesting that, for me anyway, it was interesting to walk through that garage area and see the progression and the time lapse. It's almost like walking back in history. Uh, it was so incredible. That Frank, that's exactly what we're trying to set up and you see it in the displays right. and the photographs and the, the things that are in this room. You know, how that evolution of, again, technology and people. It, that's what it is all about. Um, if I could, I'd like to tell you a little bit uh, about how we got here. Absolutely, it's, it's one of my questions. How did this all even start? I mean. Well, you know, the history of the museum itself was Ernie Day started in somewhere. What mindset he had in 1960, I'm not sure. But in 1970, uh, he started er, delivering some of these pieces of equipment to the state. So, it, and uh, talking with one or two of our older guys now, I, just this morning I found out a little bit more about the communications that went on and how they got the original group together really interesting story so we're going to try and develop that documentation for our own history so it the program went through a number of um, evolutions sometimes it would gain a lot of attention and the legislature would start to look at the prospect of building a museum and uh, they'd set a site and that was for a long time down at Alaire State Park that fell apart um, economies within state government forced changes and money pulled back out of budgets and that changed and, and early in the 2000s um, the interest got generated again and, and a, a freshened board of directors for the the incorporated entity uh, started having more frequent meetings and interacting more with the legislature again and those kinds of things and we kept looking for a place to be because it was still stored at Battleground Park. We went from the Amboys to the city of Trenton, back to Allaire, down in Wall Township, any number of different locations. And uh, Monmouth County Park System said, hey, we've got the old Princeton Nursery buildings. We could uh, make them available to you to store some things in and, and you know, start to take care of that collection. So that's how we end up with the two buildings that you've been through today. Right. Uh, so thanks to the Monmouth County Freeholders and the Monmouth County Park Commission, that's how we got these two buildings. And we, our vision began to change. We realized that um, we could actually have an active museum. Um, 
where people can do things. But then we realized we needed more ground. Mm -hmm. If you're going to bring out a truck and lay some hose or whatever, you have to have water supply and a space to do it. We looked more at this site and started to really build our hopes that this be our permanent home. Continued to work with the county, uh, interact with the state, the DEP park system, which is part of the whole program. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to expand, begin to expand our footprint. Uh, the picture you have of our site plan right. will goes from being just two buildings where we are now, and then in the very near future, uh, about four more big buildings that we'll be able to use for maintenance of equipment, storage, part storage. You saw how oh, yeah. full the building is out here. Absolutely. And ultimately, then the final, well, I should never say final, but would be the inclusion of a pond and a 40,000 square foot building for storage. And our board is gonna to have to decide, is that gonna be the museum? or are we going to expand this building? I mean, that's all um, just beginning to happen in everybody's right. mind. Where do we go with it? Do you feel like um, you have a lot of interest from the public, or do you feel like you're lacking in that area? I think we're lacking in the sense that um, we're just getting um, uh, that, that Instagram, social media thing going and growing it exposure with your your program is going to be of immense benefit uh, and give us more exposure to the general public it we need to grow outside of the fire service with interest and so right. history we can't change the history of what went on and we need to be able to explain that and tell people about it um, and make it interesting and enjoyable for families with young children um, you know about the farms that they run in the county park system, right. working farms, right. where they milk cows and plow with horses and whatnot. So important today. Yeah. Oh, we, my gosh. We, yeah, because they lose yeah. that. They, lo right. they don't get it in school. Right. They need to, you know, their families need to be together and, and the children see how that works. Well, we're going to do the same thing um, with the fire service history. That's what I love about this program. Yeah. That's what I love about what you're doing, and, and this is why I wanted to be part of this because, quite frankly, the only reason I found this or even knew about this was over Instagram. Your, your, you know, um, your Instagram page is doing very well, uh, being managed very well. You're putting good content out there, and that's really what drew me to this. Before that, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this, and I've been in the fire service for 27 years. So, you're so you're that, and so that proves the point. Right. The public didn't know about us, and particularly, there were many people in the fire service didn't know. Uh, you've met uh, uh, Lori, Laura, uh, yes. Laura Bogeman, and she is the one that's doing our Instagram and our Facebook page and, and working with a fellow, um, Bud, that's doing uh, the website. And so we've learned how to do that better, right? Uh, more exciting, more interesting, uh, more vibrant. Well, I remember talking to Dave Burns, and, and I know he's involved and, and was telling me about just uh, the musters and the, right. the, you know the different places to go and, and when I was here I'm like okay <laughs> you know now I get it I understand what he was talking about and it, it made a lot of sense but but to see this yourself and to be here I mean Chris is a younger firefighter and uh, he walk around and he, you know he's he's a little he's cut differently he's an old school throwback you know but uh, but he understands how important this is to be part of this and you know when I was talking to Bob one of the things that came to me immediately was man 
this would be a great place to bring fire explorers and, you know, fire cadets and new recruits and, and people that, you know, are maybe starting out a fire company or fire service, I should say, and come back and look at these hand pumps, you know, <laughs> yeah, true. You, you know, and look at what you have today. It's, um, it is incredible history. How we keep struggling to find out how do we get uh, the new members involved? I think your program is going to be of immense help and benefit to that. We need those individual members. We have right. the support of the FMBA and the IAFF and the New Jersey State Firemen's Association and probably 10 or 12 more first responder organizations, emergency management groups and whatnot. Um, and we have their endorsement and we've, as organizations, they're members. What I want to do is to convince all the Chris's of the world um, that a $25 membership fee is not a lot to pay for the preserving the history of, of what we have here. Absolutely. Um, we'd love them to come out and polish trucks and mow grass and paint inside of the building and help us move things around. Um, now that we can, I mean, now that we have all this stuff in our possession. Right. So I'm, we're all very much interested in promoting that individual membership. And they can go to our website, Instagram. Uh, Laura has it out there where you can see it what I love is how this building is laid out. You know, you walk through the lobby and then immediately you're hit with Ernest Day and explains to you why this is here. And then you move on to the, the foundation and the, and the fallen firefighters, which is so important that you have that. Then you walk down here and then you get to see the inside of this beautiful museum and you get to walk around and see these, you know, artifacts, if you will, and these exhibits. And then you move out to the, to the you know, bay and garage. So th there's so many things here that, uh, it's fun because you keep walking and then you find something else. You keep walking and you find something else. And I found with Chris, we, we kept kind of pulling each other's elbows like, hey, look at this or hey, look at that. And, take that uh, picture. There's so much to, uh, to take in here, which I think is so, was so incredible. Looking at, looking at all of this, tell me what it means to you personally to see this where it is right now. There's one of our, one of our new members, uh, board members says it's fun. That's why they're involved. They're having fun at it. And uh, over the 20 years or so that I've been involved with it, it hasn't always been fun. And it's not, and even now, it's not always fun. But it swells your heart. You feel good about the energy that you've put in and the people you work with, the other members that come and really dedicate hours and hours. Uh, it, it has all come together, from my perspective, at the right moment. When we moved all these collectibles here and gained control of 99% uh, of what Ernie Day had uh, donated, and we now have in our possession in one building or the other. And until we had it, we couldn't tell a whole big story. It wasn't, you could tell the people about it, but you couldn't show it to them. Scenes believing. Right. Mm -hmm. And now with uh, many of the new members, uh, Laura and her family and Paul, with their energy level, um, that's where the word fun comes from. Absolutely. Okay? So that energy has come in at the same time we got the collectibles, at the same time uh, that we're moving things forward with the state legislature as a funding source. Uh, and that's a whole nother story. Uh, we do have bipartisan support on both sides of the aisle to figure out how to 
fully support this operation and uh, their support in terms of expanding the footprint, urging Monmouth County, them working together to right. understand we'll have more room. So all of this has come together. Um, what's the word? The, the great storm or the perfect storm? Right. Right now in our history, it's exciting because it's kind of the perfect moment. We're fortunate. One of the things I took from today um, was the fact that I got to hear husband and wife working here together, being part of this, and um, with so much excitement, uh, dad tells me, yeah, I even put my daughter in this cabinet to clean inside, and, and you know, you, you can't put a price on that. You know, you take a family, you, you put them together, and then they're building something so incredible here, and uh, those are memories that that little girl will remember for the rest of her life, and on top of that, too, they, they were able to, during all this craziness, this COVID stuff, get away from that for a moment uh, and be able to come here and be part of something like that. We, we agree and we welcome all of that help. We want to see more of that. We've had a number of families, um, uh, Ed and Sandy Burge and Bob and Helen Burns and Skip and Judy Carr, um, you know, that have been involved. Uh, they didn't have all the young children to, to bring right. like the Bogomans have, right? Um, I guess uh, Paul must get them up in the morning and, and tell them what they're going to do. I'm kind, <laughs> I'm kind of kidding about that, but you know, it's uh, they they they're. I've come here on a Wednesday afternoon, and the one daughter's in here painting cabinets. It's great, you know. It's and great. so there, there's nobody else here at that moment, but they're doing that, and it's that kind of thing. Well, you talked about Instagram, and, and uh, incidentally, that's how. I was able to see some of the progression of this museum. You know, you see uh, they post a picture of painting. Next thing, it's a rug or it, it's, you know, hanging in a photo. Whatever it is, it's great to see because, you know, it, it gets you an idea. It gives you an idea of what's actually going on here. And this is all backbreaking work. This, <laughs> this is all done on donations. You know, uh, that's the special part about this. And I've been saying this all day um, that it's to dedication that inner drive and that passion for the fire service, which allows all this to be, to come to fruition. Yeah. Um, I started out in Crosswicks. So that hand pumper mean, is something special. Right. Then I belonged to Allentown, which has an 1818 Perkins Jones double deck and, and pumper. Um, so I've always had an interest in, in that antiquity kind of thing or that older technology. And, and I've collected fire trucks. Like most everybody in this group probably, if they don't have it right now, have had a fire truck in their barn or in their garage. Right. So there's a lot of passion for Absolutely, it and interest yeah. for it. Absolutely. And then even the library, you know, we walk through the library and, you know, when I see the library, I'm like, that's awesome. We can help all these old books in here, but there's more, it's, it's bigger than that. Yeah. It's much more, you know, we're, you know, he's talking about, oh, well, the library is going to be used for personal reference. It's going to be used to educate firefighters looking to get promotional exams, uh, to learn more about the fire service, to educate the public about the fire service. You wouldn't even think that. Right. You would just think, oh, it's there are old books you can read. Yeah. So for me, it was nice to hear that because I understand more about what you're trying to do here. Uh, it's much more than a place just to hang old fire stuff. Right. Uh, this is a place to educate the public, a place to bring families together, a place to bring something that means something to someone and bring it here and not have it sit in a in a in a garage or a shed. Right. right. You know. So it's great. It's a wonderful opportunity to educate people about the past, particularly in the fire service and their communities that they all come from. So we're looking forward to keep on growing, getting more active, uh, support from the state. All of those things are gonna be paramount to uh, 
our ability to be continue to be successful and grow more. Now I saw out in the lobby, uh, you can purchase a brick and right. you can you can put anything you want on this brick. That's right. And uh, what is it? What's the goal there? How how can someone do that? Well, they can go to uh, our Instagram site or our website and uh, look at the paver uh, application and order the paver online. Uh, if they have any questions, they know where to find us. We'll be glad to help them with the application. Great. For membership or in order for a paver. Awesome. And so that's great. And then you, you talk about the membership, which is only $25, which yeah. is nothing. Um, so Excuse me. Right now, through the end of the year, $25 will get you one of our T-shirts and a membership. Oh, great. So that's a, a Everyone promotion. loves fire department T-shirts, right? Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, in closing, before we let you off the hot seat here, what's the goal? What's the goal of this whole building, this whole project? What is it? Uh, to become uh, well-known around the state uh, and outside of the state about the collection uh, so that people come from all over to see it and appreciate what's there, to protect and preserve the history of the fire service and, again, the people involved. Um, Incidental to that is the active activities um, and um, having people involved in doing things, whether it's kids pumping a hand-drawn, pulling a hand-drawn. I don't pull hand-drawns no more. Forget it. I'm, bad. <laughs> That's it. I'm past that day. But, you know, do that kind of thing. Um, we want to have, uh, we've got horse-drawn equipment out there. We're in the middle of horse country in New Jersey. This t township that we're physically in, um, I have one of the politicians saying, Dave, you've got that horse-drawn stuff. We've got horses. Why aren't we pulling that stuff? Well, Assemblyman, when we get all the financing done, we'll be glad to right. have, you know, have the horses pulled. So just to make it more well-known and protect the history and, and the culture of the people that we're involved. If you could say something, you know, because I know I'm a realist, I understand that. You can't give everybody at one single time and say thank you. You know, all these people who've been here helping you, all these people have been donating time and energy and time away from their families. You can't get them all. So this is your opportunity. What would you say to those people uh, here? To the people active with our group? Yes. Don't give up. Don't stop. There's people in our group that have been involved in this since the 1970s. And they're still going strong. And they love what's going on now. They see the growth. They see the vibrancy of the exhibits and all those kinds of things that are going on to the, our people today i'd say we're not going to stop we are on a roll we've got the energy the you know we're we may not be in fifth gear but we're somewhere between third and fourth and still rolling along and doing good so don't stop bring our friends in keep working hard um, and we're going to keep looking for the support from government agencies that have the responsibility to do that awesome now you have a, a open house coming up when is that oh, yeah see we, we get so caught up in it we forget all the good things that are happening september the 27th uh we have an open house we think this year because of instagram and because of the successes other successes we're having um that we're going to have a big turnout this year literally looking forward to that with a lot of visitors so we're going to have a lot of programs going on and well we have people bringing in some of their own trucks to put them on display um 
That's September the 27th. The important part of that also is we have a memorial service in the afternoon. Right. That's 1 o'clock, correct? That's at 1 o'clock. Um, and it really is to, we will be recognizing the dedication of the fire service people and specifically those folks who've suffered line of duty deaths uh, this year will be memorializing. 2019. 2019. Celebrating gotcha. the lives of those those people, and I think it's only one at this point that I remember for 19, uh, but um, memorializing their life and who they were and what they did and how they did it. And uh, our memorial here on this piece of ground is we call it the interim memorial. We, it was being ignored, uh, we felt, for too long. So we have an interim memorial. With the expansion of our footprint, we're going to be looking for funding and support uh, to develop a permanent memorial dedicated first to the every fireman in the state and whoever they were, wherever they were, but certainly then specifically recognizing a line of duty deaths. I know the ocean. Uh, the I'm sorry. The uh, New Jersey Firemen's Association is doing right. a fantastic job trying to preserve uh, that history as well, and making sure that firefighters are recognized uh, in line of duty deaths. It's uh, and we have that on our website. Uh, those that have in this year right. suffered that tragedy. Right. And uh, they need not to be forgotten. Absolutely. And, and I think you're doing that already, making sure that nothing's forgotten in all this. So, sir, I appreciate uh, you having us here. Uh, it was a it was a great day. We enjoyed it very much. Not only to be able to bring this to you, uh, everyone watching, but also to me personally. And I know for sure that Chris also feels the same way uh, through our conversations throughout the day. Um, our goal is to try to get this out to as many people as we can and, and try to make sure people are aware of not only what you're doing here, but what you have to offer uh, to them. So I appreciate it. Frank, we thank you for being here. I'd like to first say thank you to all of our board members and volunteers that have over the last two or three months um, harnessed, I keep calling it the energy, right. and, and getting it to where we are today, what you videoed, what you've shown. Um, the, those board members and those volunteers, we wouldn't have had this done without that. And um, certainly, I thank Pin the Q. Uh, it's exciting to look at your uh, videos and the things you put out there. Thank you. Uh, and we're looking to, we're very proud to be part of it. So thank you guys. Well, it's, it's definitely uh, mutual because I enjoyed this as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. This is episode 41, Pin the Q podcast, and uh, be sure to look for this. And again, September 27th, be here, be part of this, and by all means, sign up, $25, and you get a t-shirt, and you're part of the, uh, the membership here. See you soon. Mm -hmm.